Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Happy Monday, bookworms. Welcome or welcome back to Talk Bookish to Me. For the first time ever, we're hauling some books. If you don't know, Jacqueline and I both have YouTube channels. Jacqueline actually has two channels because she's an overachiever like that. And we often share our book purchases on our YouTube channels. But today we thought it would be fun to share them with you. Before we do that, you know what's coming, our current reads. Okay, so I'm actually currently reading a new release. It actually came out May 11th, which as we're filming this, that was yesterday. Mm -hmm. But when you guys are listening, that was a couple weeks ago. Um, This is Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau. And I I actually reached out to the publishers for this book because I really wanted to read something that was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but still feel like, okay, you know, I, I would probably like it. This is a young adult historical fiction novel, which I usually don't read either of those two things. Right. But I thought that like, okay, young adult novels are like easier to read. And with historical fiction, I feel like they're so dense. Um, so I was like, okay, I've never tried a young adult historical fiction novel. Maybe I would be able to like get into it. Well, I'm actually, I think I'm like 80-ish pages into this one. And I'm actually very much liking it. Yay! I was on pins set, and needles, guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is one you talked about in our last episode, our most anticipated releases. Yeah. And this is the one that it's like music, kind of like Daisy Jones and the Six. And it's historical fiction, like you said. And it's something with Baltimore. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm adding this to my want to read. Yeah, so it does say... It's like, oh, for fans of Daisy Jones and the Six. But so far that I'm reading it, like there hasn't been any music involved. But it is set in, I think it's 1973 because it's like the 70s. Okay. But it's actually, it's like, uh, how do I even explain this? Because it's like different than I thought it was going to be, but like different in a good way. I can see that other people probably wouldn't like it. It really just depends on like what you're looking for. For me, I feel like it being a young adult novel I don't think I would want my younger teens reading something like this because it actually has a lot of kind of like sexual references in it. Like it talks, it's, I mean, it's the 70s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, free love. (laughs) Yeah. And um, it's about this 14 year old, which I guess is why I'm thinking like my younger teens, like I don't think I would want my 14 year old reading it. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're like, 16 17 okay. you know something like that but it's about this 14 year old who like grew up in a very kind of like conservative 1970s household where like you know the mom cooks and cleans the dad comes home from mm-hmm. work he reads the newspaper they don't really you know like talk to each other that kind of thing and she becomes a nanny for this other family that is a doctor family they're like psychiatrists they're secretly oh. hiding a movie star and his wife because they're like addicts or the movie star is an addict and her mom doesn't like know that um but she's taking care of like the little girl and this family is like way different so they like you know don't dress up they like wear pajamas all day long or like wear nothing they walk around the house naked or um they don't cook and so this girl is like cooking and cleaning and doing all this stuff but it's kind of bringing her out of her shell of like I don't know. I guess it kind of reminds me of me, like, being homeschooled. Like, it feels like she's very sheltered. Okay. She's finding out that, like, not everybody is like that, and there's this, like, whole other world out there. And so I think that that's, like, the main gist of the book. Like, it's going to be, like, how she kind of finds, like, her own character, I guess. Yeah. Because she's just been in this, like, cookie-cutter box. Interesting. But I just love all the, like, 70s vibes to it. I love and the I, 70s. 
Yeah, and because it, like, has some of those, like, vulgar, like, it talks a lot about, like, nipples and penises and, like, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't think I would want, like, a little, little kid to read this, but I'm enjoying it as an adult because it doesn't right. feel like a young well, adult. Well, that's book. good. I'm very excited yeah. that you're enjoying it. So that makes yeah. me excited. Let's hope when we get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm currently reading Who is Maud Dixon by Alexandra Andrews. And this is a, I'm just, I don't even know how far I'm into it. Not very far at all. But it's a thriller mystery about this woman named Florence, who is a small town woman living in the big city now, striving to become a writer. And in the book, there is an author known as Maud Dixon, which is a pseudonym. And no one knows the identity of the author except for like the publicist, I think. And they won't even tell anybody. Um, but they're very popular. They're very celebrated. They just released a new book. It's, you know, going on the New York Times bestseller, all that type of stuff. So something happens that gives Florence, the small town writer, a chance to assume the role as Maud Dixon and make all of her dreams come true. Hmm. So don't know Is too like much. Uh, like slow? I said, I'm like 30, maybe 30 pages into it. But what I do like oh, okay. so far is that, so I'm just going based off of like what it says online the book is about. Mm-hmm. And I know people have told me not to read the whole synopsis, but of course getting ready for today's episode I did. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, well maybe it would have been a little bit more exciting to discover that myself. So I'm yeah. trying to be pretty vague for you guys. Um, but what I do like about it so far is the chapters are super short. So love a good, you know, short chapter because you can get through a couple and then it feels like you're making progress in the book. Um, Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about this one. Um, So far, so good. Like I said, I'm like 30 pages in or something. (laughs) So before we jump into the haul portion, I wanted to let you guys know that this summer, Jacqueline and I plan to sit down and chat with you about our book buying habits, both past and present. So it kind of goes along with um, today's episode, but we're going to get more into that um, later in the summer. So any questions you have for us in regards to that subject, reach out to us on Instagram at talkbookishpodcast, or you can email us, of course, at talkbookishpodcast at gmail.com. And if you submit any questions or comments um, regarding our book buying habits, um, we'll do our best to address those in that episode. So I thought the best way to do it would be to break it up like new releases and old releases like backlist books. Um, Jacqueline was letting me know before we started um, today that she didn't have very many backlist titles to talk about. So you'll probably hear more new releases from her and I have like a good mix, I would say. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start with new releases and we're just going to go through these rapid fire because a lot of them I have already talked to you guys about in our most anticipated um, you know episodes um, ones from earlier in the year and then our one that we just released also Jacqueline of course has the links to all of the books in the notes of today's show so again if you want more of a synopsis or anything like that definitely check the notes of today's episode and you can find all of the books that we mentioned in today's episode so starting off with my new releases um, shipped by Angie Hockman which I I bought, already read it. I rated it four stars. If you want to take a vacation to the Galapagos, this is the romance book for you. It's an enemies to lovers romance and I just absolutely loved it. I've personally always wanted to go to the Galapagos. Um, Me and my mom, we've always talked about it. So this was like my mini vacay to the Galapagos and shipped by Angie. 
Angie Hockman. The next one, another romance, Enjoy the View by Sarah Morgenthaler. I rated this one three stars. I was a little bit disappointed. I think the first book was so strong in my opinion and the second book was four stars and this one is three stars. So I feel like it's going downhill a little bit, uh, but it's the third book in the Moose Springs, Alaska series. It's a rom-com series set in Moose Springs, Alaska. And in each book you follow a different soon to be couple. The next one that I got was The X Talk by Rachel Lynn Solomon. I've also read this. It's a hate to love podcast vibes um, romance and I rated it three stars. Um, we talked about The Project by Courtney Summers. Um, I gave that three stars. So if you're looking for a more in-depth book discussion, um, Jacqueline and I did share that earlier on. Makeup Breakup by Lily Menon. It's a typical office, um, hate to love romance. It was too much about the apps rather than the romance. So I only rated that one two stars. I also read Game Changer by Neil Schusterman, which was interesting because I initially rated it two stars. And then after talking to other people about it and realizing that there were two different versions of the book, in some editions, it had like information from the author in the back. And I feel like if you read that alongside of actually reading the story itself, uh, it did bump it up to three stars because some of the things that I was like, why did that happen? That doesn't make sense and stuff like that. Like they explained that those decisions were purposeful and I was like, wow, I wish I would have known. But then at the same time, I'm like, do you really have to read extra information to enjoy a story? So it's a whole thing. All right, moving on. So one book that I was raving about was The Marriage Pass by Brianna Cole. And I rated this two very sad, blue, disappointing stars because oh, wow. I was so disappointed in this one. I, I liked some elements of it, but for me, it was the writing that literally took me out of the story. It needed a heavy editing hand to go through this one again. And the story itself was interesting and good, but because I was struggling through the writing, it's like I could have written it better myself. Like I feel bad saying that because like obviously I'm not a writer, I'm not an author, and I'm sure the author tried their best and all of that. But like Oh, it just, it really needed to be edited more. So I was really sad oh, about that. Me, yeah, that makes me so worried because I do have that book. Yeah. Now I'm like, do I, I read it? Do I not read it? Like, I don't know what to I do. I literally read the book and then I saw you haul it and I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I mean, the thing is, is that it is a good story and it has, it does some unexpected things. It does have like a mystery kind of element to it because you're trying to figure out like why would this wife give this man her husband a like a hall pass mm -hmm. basically like what but yeah. so it is it, oh it just it needs some edits it really needs okay. some edits and another thing is that there was like passages of time and you really like you would start another chapter and then you would think you were reading a linear timeline but you weren't and you, and you didn't know until you were like halfway through the chapter. So then you had to like readjust in your head, like, okay, let me put myself mm. in this situation again. So it was just, yeah. it was just the writing. Um, so the next one, I have not read it yet, but I have picked it up. And that is The Kitchen Front by Jennifer Ryan. Um, actor A.G. Brown loved it, rated at 4.5 stars. It's my least favorite in the trilogy, but it's still so, so good. Um, the Final Revival of Opal and Nev by um, Donnie 
Walton. I picked this up early with Book of the Month. I haven't read it yet, but I really, really want to read it. Uh, Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. Loved it. Chef's Kiss, five stars. Really enjoyed it. Fast-paced thriller. Um, the Lost Village by Camilla Sten. Um, I didn't know it was translated when I put it on my most anticipated and I thought it was going to be more ghosty than it actually was. Um, I rated it three stars because it's slow paced. It has like a documentary plot, um, but the ending I quite enjoyed. I wish they would have focused more on the themes discussed and the ending. And I do enjoy documentaries. So I think that also helped me get through it. Uh, but yeah, it was just very different. Uh going in and actually reading it than what I thought it was going to be. So those are some of my new releases that I have purchased. Okay, so my new releases, um, a lot of these I actually didn't purchase. A lot of them uh, came from publishers because I reach out to publishers and I'll ask for books so that way I can read them and review them on my channel or Instagram. And then um, a lot of times also I will get books like I'll swap them so if I have an arc maybe I'll swap for a different arc okay so Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau that's the one I'm currently reading and so you already heard about that one I did receive that from the publisher then we have The Push by Ashley Aldrain I actually um, picked this up I have the book of the month copy because I swapped for it which is also something I do frequently and I actually, I did not have this one really on my radar. It was after Gwen was like raving about it because mm -hmm. um, I thought it was going to be more like just a literary like women's fiction book. Um, but it turned out to be a lot better than that. And when I heard all these great things, uh, I picked it up. I, I did just read it. It was four stars. Very depressing book though. Um, and it deals a lot with like infertility and childcare and motherhood being a mom and postpartum depression yeah there's so many different which is why it's such a heavy topic but it was a very good book then the uh i think the only book that i bought on this list is the black friend on being a better white person by friedrich joseph now this actually did come out december 1st of 2020 but i just kept it in these like new releases because i mean that's practically 2021 um this says from the perspective of the friend everyone should have friedrich joseph offers an essential read for white people who want to be better about race and people of color who long to see their experiences validated. So I actually have not picked this up yet. I want to pick it up this summer when I just have more time to kind of like immerse myself in it instead yeah. of, you know, just listening to an audiobook on the side. You posted, um, but I'm very excited for this you one. You posted a picture of that on your Instagram and the cover oh, is so, so pretty. It looks like yeah. a um, kind of like a stained glass window almost. Mm -hmm. How all the different colors. It's really pretty. Yeah, it is super beautiful. Um, then we have The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Um, this one I read and gave it four stars. It's one of those like alternate time travel. Um, it's actually fantasy, which I'm very surprised that I read it and liked <laughs> it. But yeah, love the time travel kind of vibes. Then Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. I rated those five stars. I was so surprised that the publisher actually sent me an arc of this because I mean, it's Peter Swanson. Like, yeah. I got that arc. What? <laughs> so I read that right away, like on release day and loved it and raved about it. So The Perfect Daughter by DJ Palmer. Um, that was also an arc that I read, but I only rated this one like three stars, three and a half. It'll probably be three stars um, on Goodreads and Storygraph when I fill it out. This one is about um, like multiple personality and it was very interesting. I just felt like it was very repetitive and way too long. But if you're interested in that concept and you wanted to read a book about that, like I do recommend it if you're interested in something like that. 
Then we have Mother May I by Jocelyn Jackson. Again, a book from a publisher. This one I rated four stars. Um, this one is kind of a lot like blackmail. Um, this lady's baby boy gets stolen by someone else and she kind of has to like blackmail in order to like get him back. So that one was pretty good. It's definitely a more dense thriller. It's not like Every Value Break was just so easy and fast paced to read. And like Mother May I is definitely more dense and there's a lot more like underlying important themes to be talked about in that one. Then we have Just Last Night by Varie McFarlane, but it's spelled M-H-A-I-R-I. -I. That's how, but you're supposed to say her last name, Varie. I actually looked it up this time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one I did get from the publisher. This is a romance book. I only rated it two stars though, unfortunately. I had read one of her uh, previous books and I rated it four stars because I loved that like she has older characters, so they're in their 30s. But this one, it, it's, it's labeled as a romance, but it really does not feel like a romance. Like there's hardly a romance in it. It is a very also heavy, dark book, talks a lot about death. It's very much so about friendships instead. And so I felt like it just wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah. Then we have um, this one, it just got sent to me by a friend. I was going to swap for it and she actually swapped with someone else. And then literally this book showed up in my like mailbox so thank you amanda um this is float pan float plan by trish dollar um i wanted this after hearing gwen talk about it actually because i really like emotional romances and gwen you said that this was mm -hmm. pretty emotional um because i think that this lady like lost her fiance and then she takes a trip or mm -hmm. something like that um then we have six weeks to live by katherine mckenzie this i got from the publisher this one uh just came out in the beginning of May, I think, but they only sent it to me on the day it got published, so I have not had a chance to read this one yet. But it's about this lady who has cancer, and she has six weeks to live, but she thinks that someone actually poisoned her. Yeah. So, yeah, that one, it sounds so, like, different and intriguing. Yeah. Um, then we have The Last Goodbye by Fiona Lucas. I think this one comes out closer to, like, June-ish, so I have not read this yet. I did receive it from the publisher, and it says, how can you move on if you can't let go? This is also about, I think that they were married, and the lady's husband dies, and she mm -hmm. has to kind of move on after that. I hope I love this one so much. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I, just need an, I just need another emotional romance in my life. Like, I feel like I haven't read a really good one in a long time. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And then my last one on this list, um, The Stranger in the Mirror by Liv Constantine. This comes out, I think, July 21st. So I have not read this yet. I did receive the book from the publisher. And this is about Addison, who is about to get married, but she's not looking forward to the big day. It's not her fiance. He's a wonderful man. It's because Addison doesn't know who she really is. She, I guess, like got in this accident and then her memory never returned. Oh, wow. So she doesn't know her real name. She doesn't know what happened, but she feels like she did something really bad. I love memory loss thrillers. You like do. I, I really do. And I know yeah. that that's a trope that is not loved by everyone. Like yeah. my friend Pam, she despises them. Like <laughs> anytime. Yeah, she hates them. I literally sent her a book on TikTok just like last night or this morning. And I was like, well, not her specifically. I sent it to some of my friends and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, like another good TikTok book that I found. And she was like, ew, memory loss, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> so 
but yeah, funny. Shane is not like that. So if you don't like memory loss, just don't even. Think yeah, about just this just one. skip that one. All right, yeah. so <laughs> moving into some backlist titles, I've picked up so many backlist books this year. So I am just believe me, I am just. This is the tip of the iceberg, okay, guys? So I picked up some poetry, If They Come For Us by Fatima Ashgar, and this is a debut debut poetry collection that captures the experience of being a young Pakistani Muslim woman in contemporary America. I have read that one. Um, Soft in the Middle by Shelby Eileen that highlights themes of negative body image, sex, and emotional abuse. I've read that one. Um, Don't Call Us Dead by Danzy Smith. It opens up with a sequence of images, um, imagines an afterlife for black men shot by police, a place where suspicion, violence, and grief are forgotten and replaced with the safety, love, and longevity they deserve here on earth. I have not read this one yet because I know it's going to be super emotional and just reading the synopsis to you guys like, oh, it chokes me up. Um, I also picked up two um, books by my favorite, one of my favorite poets, Alicia Cook. I picked up, I hope my voice doesn't skip and sorry, I haven't texted you back. Um, So yeah, picked up those, really excited to get to those when I can. I also have picked up a couple of translated books um, from Japanese. So Convenience Store Woman, that's a really popular one. I rated it 3.5 stars. It's about a woman who loves working in a convenience store and her friends and her family think that she should be doing something more with her life. Um, And then I also picked up Strange Weather in Tokyo by Harami Kawakami. And I started reading this, but I temporarily DNF'd it because I wasn't in the mood for it. Um, But yeah, so I got both of those. I picked up a bunch of memoirs. Mm, Uh, Can't wait to hear these. (laughs) I love memoirs. (laughs) She does. She's become obsessed with memoirs. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to say it. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But Ghost Boy by Martin... The last name is spelled P-I-S-T-O-R-I-U-S. It's a heart-wrenching story about a boy who goes home sick one day and then he basically is like trapped in his own body. And through the power of love and faith, he kind of, and the resilience of his parents, um, but it talks about consequences of misdiagnosis and like the abuse at the hands of um, cruel caretakers and just, yeah, he... That sounds good. Yeah, it's... It should be very, very interesting. Um, Obviously, memoirs, true stories. So just to imagine that this actually happened is bananas to me. I think that's why I just love memoirs so much. Because it's like, this isn't just someone like, making this imagining up. this happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly the, and i always have to remind myself when i read memoirs and they're they're like twisted and like crazy things are happening or i shouldn't say that like people actually live these lives and that is their normal but yeah. for someone that hasn't experienced that i'm like this is i'm like oh yeah this is a true story <laughs> i have yeah. to remind myself sometimes yeah. Uh, the next memoir is In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Manchado. And this is um, tells her experiences of being in an abusive same-sex relationship. Oh, interesting. And I like how it's written because they take different, I think, it's different parts of the body. And it's kind of like, it's almost like short stories or little vignettes mm-hmm. um, to tell the larger story. Um, Rabbit by Patricia Williams, uh, my friend Josie actually sent me. It's a memoir, um, uh, you know, about the comedic life of um, Patricia Williams, but it tells just like her life on America's margins, resilience, determination, and the transformation 
transformative power of love member of the family by diana lake which i picked up because of jacqueline um her friend our friend penny recommended it to her and then she read it and loved it and i'm like okay i gotta read it too so it's about diana lake who is one of charles manson's like girls um part of his family and it talks like basically from when she's younger to when she's older and you know all of that and it has pictures in it which i'm really excited about actually Um, yeah like (laughs) i feel like memoirs I have like I just love when they include pictures like yes. to me it's like whoa this actually is real yeah and when I see that. the pictures like yeah especially with like polygamy books and they show like a picture of like the 50 people in their family and I'm like oh my gosh like when you're yeah. like seeing it visually it just makes the story just come alive better I think yes oh it totally does um, so yeah, so those are some of the memoirs I got. Um, I did pick up a bunch of fiction. Um, one middle grade title that Allie recommended in our middle grade March episode, um, The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. I picked up a few YA titles like With the Fire on High by Elizabeth Acevedo and The Ravens by Cass Morgan. I actually got for my birthday. Um, and then a whole bunch of adult titles. Now, some that I wanted to highlight, um, some romance, some lesser known titles, maybe Eleanor and Gray and Loving Mr. Daniels, both by Brittany C. Cherry. I know that Jacqueline loved Eleanor and Gray. Um, and I've had uh, Loving Mr. Daniels on my TBR wish list for like literally ever. And then when I got uh, Eleanor and Gray, I was like, I'm going to get this other one finally as well. So yeah. I loved Eleanor and Gray. I didn't like Loving Mr. Daniels, but I think you're going to really like I Loving think Mr. I Daniels. Too. Because well, it was it was right when I was reading Loving Mr. Daniels and um, the Christina Lauren book you really like, uh, Love in Other Words. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like all of these were like the same. And I think you love Love in yes, Other Words. So yes, I, I think that you are going to like both of those actually. So yeah. <laughs> Yay, I'm excited. So um, Eleanor and Gray is a second chance romance. So you have Eleanor and Gray who first met as teenagers in high school and they fall for each other very quickly. And then over the years they lose touch and we follow them years and years later as they reconnect. So I'm excited about both. But um, a taboo romance, um, I think, is Loving Mr. Daniels. Is it taboo? Yeah, it's because, like, the guy is the teacher. Yeah, so he's 22 years old. Daniel's 22 years old. And Ash... Ashlyn is 19 years old so I think there's it's a small age gap but yeah because it's just I a guess teacher. it's a power it's not like it's a power age. dynamic taboo um but it talks about first love sibling bonds new friendships it's like coming of age and discovering oneself and now here now we're going into the dark stuff <laughs> the dark <laughs> side of the moon here we come all right so shattered by Natalie LaRousse it's a dark romance and I have definitely seen mixed reviews on this one so I want to judge for myself um when I was looking through the synopsis I don't know when things actually actually happen in the book obviously I haven't read it yet so I don't want to talk too much about it because there's it was lots of I was like oh that would have been interesting to read and find out so if you want to know a synopsis of that one just check out the show notes um Breaking Perfect by Lydia Michaels it's very steamy erotica and some quotes that I saw for some reviews on Goodreads one reviewer said reading may cause panties to catch on fire and burn and another one said That's so weird. (laughs) And the other one said, if the sexy scenes don't soak your panties, you might not have a functioning libido. No, that's just, I would not, no, no. (laughs) So I'm very interested 
to see. And then the last one that I'll talk about is I thought it was more of like a dark romance, but it's actually a dark crime thriller. So I recently read Pretty Little Dolls by Cardukey and Kay Webster, and I was obsessed with it. It was so good, fast paced, like edge of my seat. Holy crap, what's going to happen? Um, and I like how it was told like in the past, kind of like what happened to her in the past and what happened to her in the future. So I picked up the book number two in the series, Pretty Lost Dolls. Um, and I'm just very excited because it's very it's an interesting story about um young uh, two sisters when they're young one's 14 one's 12 they get kidnapped um by this man and they're held for wherever they're held um for several years and one of the sisters escapes five years after um it happens so she's like 18 and talking about how she escaped um, so now, many years later, she is actually a detective and she, oh, her sister didn't escape. So her sister is still with the guy. Mm-hmm. And she, as soon as she like, you know, made it into safety and stuff like that, she tried to lead police back to like where she was from and they couldn't find the place. And yeah. so now that she's they a detective, <laughs> now, well, they couldn't even find like the building that she was talking about. Like, let's oh. just say it was a house. I don't think they yeah. ever specifically said it was a house, but she like ran out of the woods and she yeah. actually got hit by a car. And, um, and so from there, like there's people, you know, the person that hit her could say, yeah, this is where I hit her. And you know, that oh, whole thing. Wow. But so, yeah. okay, you ran from this direction. Okay. Let's go in this direction, but they never found anything. Um, so, Weird. so you don't know, like, is this an unreliable narrator? Um, what's exactly going on? And, mm-hmm. but now she's a detective and she's working these cases like missing um, persons cases and just like homicides in general. And mm-hmm. she's still on the hunt for this guy that stole her and her sister. And, her sister, and she's yeah. trying trying to find her sister and then she works this one case and it kind of seems like it would be related to him um i don't know if anybody ever saw that episode of criminal minds there was an episode in there where there was like a serial killer that would kidnap women and turn them into these dolls like he would dress them like dolls and do their makeup That's like freaky. dolls and he get, he would like inject them with uh some type of medicine chemical or whatever that they couldn't move or talk or anything so they would he like put them all around the table and stuff and it just looks very like Stepford Wives kind of and I could see why you like this one because you've loved the um, butterfly garden and this it sounds similar but like obviously different yeah Um, Yeah. but after hearing you like talk about it because I watched your like reading vlog and stuff I do want to read the first one, but I'm just afraid with her being a detective. Like, is it very detective-y? It it does have detective parts, but it doesn't feel like... It do, I didn't There's bog like down the story happening. at all because okay. you're definitely getting flashes of like what happened and I mean mm-hmm. it is it's very graphic I mean obviously yeah. she was underage and this guy's doing yeah. I mean he kidnapped them I mean like hello yeah. there's dark themes and topics and all of that but I just thought it was very interesting but then also other things happen like outside of that story that are mm-hmm. very, very steamy and it's kind of interesting <laughs> so, but it's not our kidnapper so don't worry <laughs> um but yeah it's very i mean i i had it on my tbr forever the first mm-hmm. one and i mean probably like six years i've had it on my tbr and i just haven't read it wow, and i finally yeah. read it and i was like oh, i thought it was a standalone guys I thought it was a standalone, yeah. and I was like, oh, my gosh. If I read it, it's going to be a standalone. <laughs> you're not. You're going to want to know. Nope. 
<laughs> okay, maybe. Like, with Stillhouse, like, I, I feel like it's a little bit easier to read maybe two or three books in, yeah. like, a thriller series, like, with Stillhouse Lake. I, I and this one is kind of like a, it's a crime thriller, so I think you're going to be Yeah, it. but, like, still, there's, like, six books in the Stillhouse oh, yeah. Lake series, and by the time I got, like, I loved the first one and the second one, five stars. But then once I got to the third one, I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired of this storyline. Yeah. You know, I just get tired of yeah. the storyline. Yeah, this so. one, I think, is four books. So I thought it was a standalone. Real, I was like, oh, there's another book. There has to be another book after the ending, you know? Yeah. And then I, like, looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, there's, like, two. And I was like, oh, no, there's, like, four. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm only buying them one at a time because I'm kind of like you. I kind of want to just get to, like, a natural stopping point because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like they just keep writing just to write, and you're like, okay, That's I'm true. done with this. So Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so I just have a couple on my list, but I want to clarify that, like, the reason that I don't have a lot of backlist titles is because, number one, I I try not to buy a lot of books because I do not usually save my books. I did decide that I'm going to now start saving my five-star books that I really love. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> because, okay, number one. I only have one bookshelf. And so before that, I, I you know, I wasn't going to be saving books because where the heck was I going to put them? But I conveniently watched Gwen's vlog and she was getting rid of her TBR shelf because it wasn't big enough. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. And it's this like really cute dollhouse thing. And um, so she's actually going to bring it to me. And that's going to now be my five-star shelf. And the reason I decided this is because my sister and my sister-in-law started getting into reading and I've been telling them like "Ooh, read this book read this book read this book but sometimes they're like libraries don't have them and they're like me where they're not gonna go out and just buy a lot of books and I felt bad because I was like oh you should read No Exit but I didn't own it for them to borrow you know and so I um saved some of my sister had swapped for like some of the Taylor Jenkins read books so like after I do and maybe in another life and then I have all your perfects and I decided that, okay, we all read those now, but I was like, I'm going to save these just in case, like, you know, I meet other people that I would like to lend my books out to. So I'm actually going to start finding my five-star books, but, like, cheap, like, either swap for them or, like, at Goodwill or, yeah, you know, it's not going to be like, ooh, I need to go grab all my five-stars right now. It's going to be over the span of years, but at least I have a shelf and I can start from there. But in saying that, um, I have not really bought a lot of these backlist titles, but my birthday, you guys are actually listening to this on my birthday, but I'm doing this really big book haul and I do get gifted a lot of books from all of my friends in my book club. So all of my backlist titles are going to be kind of in that book haul. I'll have it on my channel um, and not necessarily right now because I didn't go out and purchase a bunch of books at the moment. So if you want to see her birthday book haul... Both of our YouTube channels are actually linked in the show notes as well. Always. They're always there. Um, So, yeah. So, go subscribe to her channel and you'll see, like, her haul all of those books. Yeah. It's a lot. And then from this list again, I think I only bought one book from this list because I'm using it for a secret TBR that I haven't gotten to yet. But all the other books um, I either swapped for or they were gifted to me in various different ways. Um, so first off, we have Grown by Tiffany D. Jackson. Um, this one was four and a half stars. Really, really loved it. We actually have a whole book discussion here on the podcast, so I will link that down below. I'm not going to tell you guys my thoughts because we go super into depth on that one. Um, but I definitely suggest you read 
really any of the books by Tiffany Jackson because the second one I'm going to talk about is I swapped for a copy of Monday's Not Coming. And I just read this like last week and again, four and a half stars. And I also read Allegedly by Tiffany G. Jackson. I love her as a young adult author. Like she is so good. She's a black author. She writes like thriller-ish books and I love that so much. And so both of those are very, very good. And Gwen, I actually sent you my copy of Money's Not Coming. Yay! So it's it's in the mail. It should get to you very soon. Yay, but I'm so it's beautiful. Excited. It's a hard cover. Yeah, the red. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Um, so The Best of Friends by Lucinda Berry. Um, this is another book by Lucinda Berry because I read The Perfect Child and I really enjoyed her writing style. So I wanted to kind of read a little bit more of Lucinda. Um, this is about best friends, Lindsay, Kendra, and Danny. Um, they endure every parent's nightmare when a tragic accident befalls their teenage boys, leaving one dead, another in a coma, and a third too traumatized to speak. Ooh. So that's a thriller. Then I have Within These Walls by Anya Alborn. I actually haven't read anything by her yet. Um, she writes horror thriller books, but this one is about a cult. It's uh, with his marriage on the rocks and his life in shambles, washed up crime writer Lucas is desperate for a comeback. So when he's promised exclusive access to notorious cult leader and death row inmate Jeffrey Halcombe, the opportunity is too good to pass up. And nice. I love cult books, so of course I'm going to try and read it. Then I have a true crime I guess it's true crime. Um, if you tell by Greg Olson, I know it's a true story. So I think it falls into that. After more than a decade, when sisters Nikki, Sammy, and Tori hear the word mom, it claws like an eagle's talons, triggering memories that have been their secret since childhood until Ooh. now. And I think this is about a story of where a mom was abusing her children. Um, mm. I didn't read more of the synopsis because I, I don't want to know like too, too yeah. much, but I believe from what I've heard other people say, like it's a very like child abuse story. Then we have Agnes at the end of the world by Kelly McWilliams. Um, this one actually, I just lent to my sister and she read it and she was like, yeah, I think you're really going to like it because she said it has polygamy and cults and it's like end of the world apocalyptic so yeah this is one that courtney summers actually recommended as someone that likes cult books okay yeah and i actually heard like it was recommended to me by penny i don't think she she read it um but our friend penny she's like really good at paying attention yeah, she to like is. like she literally memorizes what everybody likes and she'll she, recommend books to it's all of us true it's really cool. i literally yeah. just did a book haul the other day where she recommended me a book and i'm like if she recommends me a book i'm buying it i'm like add it to the cart yeah because she knows my taste so well <laughs> for real though <laughs> yeah then we have oh my gosh okay, oh, this I'm is the one that i bought because this is totally out of my comfort zone and I'm doing, I'm going to be doing a secret TBR for it. But this is <laughs> Priest by Sierra Simone. This is like a dark erotica romance book, I guess is what you call it. I don't know. I think it's like Forbidden too. Yeah, I so think it says, Forbidden Taboo, yeah. Yeah, there are many rules a priest can't break. Uh -oh. A priest cannot marry. <laughs> a priest cannot abandon his flock. A priest cannot forsake his God. I've always been good at following rules until she came. My name is Tyler. I'm 29 years old. Six months ago, I broke my vow of celibacy on the altar of my own church. Oh. And God help me. I would do it again. <laughs> I just feel oh so gosh. like, just saying that out loud. I'm like cringing. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's like, erotica is just, I don't think it's my thing. like... The title of the book is Priest. Priest, yeah. So that was my last one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Woo. So I wanted to say, if you're listening to this episode on release day, 
Jacqueline already said it. It's her birthday yeah. today on the 24th. Yeah. So happy birthday. <laughs> um, and I'm so excited because to celebrate myself and a few of our friends are going to go have a sleepover at her house. Yeah, yeah I was just, I was so sitting fun. here and I was like, I'm not seeing my best friend on our birthday. Something is wrong with this picture. I need to change it. <laughs> I, was, I was like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm we're so going to go to her house, have a sleepover. There's going to be cocktail and wine and food food and games it's just gonna be so much fun so um make sure you're following us on instagram so you can see all the shenanigans unfold um i'll try to get a lot of pictures and stuff and share it on our instagram because it's actually happening the weekend prior to this episode going up so it should be a lot of fun um i'm just i'm counting down the days literally (laughs) and also today i'm hoping i have a little bit of a headache so i'm trying to get rid of the headache um and then i'm gonna be putting up a new shelf because as jacqueline said my tbr is a little out of control so i got a new shelf yesterday and i'm gonna be doing a little reorganization um i did go through and unhaul some books so i'm putting the ones that i really really want to read on there which is still way too yep. many. But. I need to do that too. I was thinking of doing like an unhaul video. Not where I just sit and like hold up all the books I'm unhauling, but actually like reorganize and unhaul on the video. Because yeah, I'm getting a lot of birthday books and I want to go through my shelf and be like, okay, you know, did I pick this up from like Goodwill or somewhere else? And I just like heard, you know, sometimes I'm like really excited for a book and then I just hear a lot of things that make me not want to read it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go through my shelves also and see if there's like ones that I'm just, you know, not feeling anymore. Yeah. And you'll have to save all of your unhaul books for next time you visit and we can go to the book exchange again. That and I think. That was so much fun. Yeah. Like we should all just go through all of our unhauls after my birthday when you come visit oh totally i'm totally bringing that exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'm totally we need to reach out and let them know that because yeah i think i love doing that like swapping with friends like i'm done Mm -hmm. with this book i hated it or i loved it but i just don't want a copy of it or i have two copies of it or whatever and then you swap with your friends so i'm really looking forward to that looking forward to getting the books off my floor and oh when i cleared out that furniture to make room for that shelf Mm -hmm. i stacked them by genre wow and i did like I did like thrillers uh I did YA and uh middle grade I think I only had like a couple middle grade and then I did romance and I had the hugest stack of of thrillers I was like oh my my gosh gosh. I need to get to these so that's crazy (laughs) that's what I have going on um what's going on in your corner of the world Oh, so I only have, (gasps) okay, when you guys are listening to this, I actually only have one week of work left, but currently right now, I only have like two and a half-ish weeks of work left, and I, I am so excited, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, I literally cannot wait to have more time to read, film videos, do other things, like exercise guess I gotta need to you know need to do that <laughs> but I cannot wait so I am just literally counting down the days till my birthday till I'm done with work and oh my I'm just I'm just really excited for the summer like I'm just summer is one of my I mean I I actually really love like fall and like Christmas because those are my favorite like holidays mm-hmm. but because I'm off for the summer and I just yeah. feel like I have a lot more time to like really just do the things that I love and mm-hmm. I don't feel as like overwhelmed. Yes. It's just like, ugh, I'm, I just feel like I'm like, I can see the light at yes. the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I think both of us, since we work in like a, 
or I used to, but we work in a school setting where summers mm-hmm. are off. We just come to appreciate the summers like more. so yeah. much more. Yeah. And me living like at the beach, like I love yeah. going to the beach. I mean, of course I can go to the beach anytime, but I just but love still, it so much more in the summer. Going, yeah, like beaches in the summer. I mean, that's that's the thing. Beaches that's a time summer, to man. go. It's a yeah. good time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I think that other people, especially when they have kids, they don't look forward to the summer because then their kids are home from right. school. And we're the opposite. We're <laughs> yeah. like, can't wait for the summer. <laughs> yeah. Summer's going to be great. So don't forget we have our next book discussion coming up on June 21st. We're reading One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. It is expected to release on June 1st. So get your pre-orders in or place a hold at your library. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a review. It helps grow our podcast audience and bring you better content. And if you ever need to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram at TalkBookishPodcast, or you can email us at TalkBookishPodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading.